let's start the show. It's a Pickle Power Podcast show. Let's go to the show. All right. Welcome back to the Pickle Pirate Podcast, the only show that is more disappointing than Jared Leto's lovemaking. I quit my job. I made it three days before I got really bored and made a podcast. Today on the show, we're going to talk about bat-themed movies, Attack on Titan, Jack White, a whole lot of things I'm going to talk about, um, and I'm going to make you listen to my opinion on them. But before we get into the show, let's do a quick ad read. Okay, so bat-themed movies. Let's just let's start with Morbius, and then we'll go into the Batman because the Batman's actually good. I don't really have a whole lot of an opinion on Morbius. I mean, it's a movie. It's fine. It's not as bad as uh, like the critics made it. So that that brings me to my only interesting point on the Sony movies. So they get panned by critics. Like if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, so Morbius, like the critic score is 16%, but the audience score is 70%. And it is definitely not 70%, but I don't think it's 16% either. I think, I don't know what causes this. This is the only thing that's interesting to me about Morbius. I mean, it's fine. It's like a generic superhero movie. The acting shit, like, the plot doesn't make sense. There's multiple times where you're just like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this now. And like, oh, all right, I guess that makes sense that he's going to make a bat cave somehow. Or like, I guess we're doing this thing over here. And it doesn't seem linear at all. Just, I, I don't know. It's, and like, Venom's the same way, though. So if you go, like, Venom, the critic score on Venom, is 30%, but the audience score is 81. And Venom, I think, is the same thing. It's like another generic CGI fight fest that doesn't really make any sense. Like, the character of Venom is all over the place. And, like, the villain fight at the end makes no sense in Venom. I don't know. It's been a, it's been a long time since I saw Venom. And Venom 2, I think, is even worse than the original Venom. But it's just, it's, that's just weird to me that it gets panned by critics, but the audience fucking loves it. So they keep making more of them, but I don't know. I just thought people should know there's my hot take on Morbius. It doesn't make sense to me. And I, I feel like a lot of the DC movies are like that too. Like Justice League is 39%. This is a critic score and the audience score is 68, which is pretty similar. I think just superhero movies, there's a formula to them that Marvel came up with. And for some reason, critics like Marvel movies more than DC movies. The whole game's rigged. Big Hollywood's bought and paid for by Rotten Tomatoes. Marvel paid them off. I don't know. They're all the same spandex movies, just in different packaging with different Jared Leto's. Like, is, is Jared Leto better than... It's Suicide Squad. Just sucks across the board. wonder what Venom 2. Let's look up Venom 2. That'll confirm the whole thing. Let There Be Carnage. That movie was fucking awful. And it's rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 58 was the critic score in 84. I thought that one was worse than the first one. 
Maybe I'm just a bad movie critic. Welcome to my podcast. This is the Pickle Power Podcast where we critique movies. Let's get into Batman. Okay, so first time I saw the Batman, I saw it the day it came out at 10 p.m. after having worked like a 10-hour day. And I had two beers during the movie and basically fell asleep. And I didn't like it. I did not like it. I was a grumpy old man on the couch. Every time that stupid theme would play, the Batman theme that's really depressing, or Nirvana, I would just be like, hey, hey, I'm watching that. Don't change the channel. Oh, and then I'd fall back asleep like a middle-aged man on the couch. So I did not like it. I was just waiting for it to be over, and it takes a long time for it to be over because it is a four-hour movie. So I didn't like it the first time. And then... I went to go see it this past weekend. Again, I don't have a job. I needed something to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a second try because I was probably just really grumpy and sleepy. I'll tell you what. You go in and you stay sober and don't fall asleep. It's a damn good movie. It's it's like a really good movie. It's really depressing, though. I did not catch that the first time. But, like, this, this Batman, he just straight up wants to die. Like, does not give a fuck. I, I, yeah, it's, he like tries to kill himself multiple times. And I think that's what they're trying to like convey with the music they keep playing. Because that theme pissed me off the first time. It's the same thing over and over and over and over. But I think that's just like them trying to show that like Batman is just like this relentless fucking force of nature that wants to fucking either kill himself or kill you. Very emo Batman. So my beefs with it, it starts off on Halloween. How are you not going to do the long Halloween when the first murder happens on Halloween? That's my favorite Batman book. They teed it up. I thought it was going to be the long Halloween going into it because they had like all the villains like Riddler, Penguin, the Falcons. They, like, that was teased going into it that they were all set up. And I really thought it was going to be the long Halloween was not the long Halloween. So like just change the date on the first mor- murder. You know, you don't have to like you don't have to tease long Halloween and then not do long Halloween. It's fine. But yeah, so this movie is a big sloppy blowjob to Chinatown. I think it's it's like the, the same movie just uh with more depressing uh main character who wants to fucking kill himself because his parents died. Um, and spandex. Oh, uh, there's a yeah, and uh, yeah, a cat girl. There's a cat girl, but it's Chinatown with a cat girl and a really fucking depressed main character. Uh, but yeah, really good though. Just like Chinatown, it's like neo neo noir. This because you know Chinatown was neo noir, so we're like neo 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 noir now. And it makes sense because it's got to be superheroes because everything's superheroes now. But there's so many headlights, so many rains. It rains all the time in Gotham City. Apparently it's in the UK. It rains every scene, I think, except for like the funeral scenes. I feel like the only time it didn't rain at the end. It's not even a funeral scene. They just hang out in a graveyard. Fucking emo kids. Batman, Catwoman being little emo kids in a graveyard breaking up with each other. Uh, yeah, 
it's good. I keep making fun of it, but I, I really enjoyed it. So many headlights, though. I don't know what's up with that. So many blinds. Definitely noir. Uh, so a waste, a missed opportunity, though, is at the very end where Batman takes the Bane serum. I think that's what they were teeing up there when he injects himself at the end to, like, go fucking Batman Turbo. He only punches one guy, like, a bunch. He punches that one guy a lot. But, uh, like, they, he should have taken out, like, a whole fucking herd of bad guys if he's going to use the Bane serum. And so, yeah, from, like, first viewing to second viewing, there's a lot of things that wrap up when you are awake and you pay attention. Because, like, that dude that he beats the shit out of with the Bane serum is the same guy he's talking to at the funeral for the, uh, I don't know, one of the guys. What's that? The commissioner? The commissioner, then the car comes in. But when he's walking up to the funeral, it, it looks like uh, looks like Rorschach without his mask on. That guy. That ties in. There's another thing that I noticed the second viewing where I paid attention that I did not notice at all the first time. But yeah. Fantastic movie. Lots of red. Dude definitely wants to die. Just keeps trying to kill himself. When he parachutes off fucking the police building to escape, slams into a bridge, onto a bus, onto the sidewalk. He jumps at the end onto that electrical thing and just cuts the cord to kill himself into the water so he can get electrocuted. And then he just keeps going. Fucking lights the torch, moving shit around, trying to drown. It's... It's real sad. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. The people he pulls out of the way. I didn't realize that was the same little boy from the murder at the beginning of the movie. Again, I was asleep. Uh, but, yeah, and that that's just heartbreaking because that little boy saw his parents get killed. And Batman's like, oh, no, he's going to be Batman like me now. It's like the end of Forrest Gump. Is he going to be like me, Jenny? It's going to be a little Batman like me. So, he saves him. I don't know. That's going to be Robin in the next one. So, they set up really good at the end of this movie, if they wanted to do it, if they wanted to keep the Riddler going. But, uh, Zero Year from Scott Snyder. Because he's already got his motorcycle. The city's flooded now. And, like, they could do the whole setup, like, Zero Year. Where, it basically, Gotham's, like, post-apocalyptic. And it's all, like, fucking bands of people and the city's all like overgrown and it looks sweet they should do that that would be cool and that is my review on batman next up on the docket attack on titan so if you've been uh if anybody's been watching attack on titan the final season just ended part two of the final season and part three of the final season comes out next year. I fucking hate Attack on Titan. It's fucking bullshit. Why are you going to call it the final season for three parts? Because there's season one, season two, season three, and then there's the, the final season. One, two, and three. Makes no sense. And, like, I get it. The manga's done. If I wanted to go know what's going to happen, I could just go to the bookstore, go to my local bookstore, buy the manga, probably go to the library, 
They probably have manga now. And uh, just read the end. But like, why? Why they got to do it like that? Why don't they just wait, release the whole final season for the final season time? I don't know. So I like Attack on Titan, but it has a glaring plot hole. First, we'll talk about what I like about it. It's like Quentin Tarantino got to make an anime. It is the most gratuitous, fucking bonkers-ass violence of any anime I've ever watched. Episode 1, Aaron Yeager, the town he lives in, gets attacked by Titans. His mom, they like go to save his mom, but the Titan's already there, like reaching in. She's stuck. Yeah, that's what it is. She's stuck under the roof or something. He's trying to like pick up the roof to like let her out. And obviously he's a little boy. He's not strong enough to pick up a whole fucking roof. But they have to run away before the Titan gets there. Titan gets there, picks her up. And instead of just like, he, like Titan could casually just throw her in the back of her mouth, you know, like a handful of Skittles, munch it down, swallow, done. Hell no. That's not how Attack on Titan rolls. Titan picks her up and fucking... Like a serial killer with a bug, like a spider or something, like a daddy long legs, individually picks off like each of her limbs and munches on them while she's screaming. And they show the whole thing like fucking ripper in half. And the Titan eats her. There's, uh, yeah, the, sh the show's just fucking bonkers with its visuals. Uh, there's, there's multiple times where I've just been like, oh, they're like, that's, uh, that's pretty offensive. That's uh, that's a little over the top. And for me, whose mind is warped by all these st stupid fucking TVs, video games I've been watching, it's pretty impressive. There's uh, another part where the king, or he's, uh, yeah, the king, like, accidentally eats, or he becomes a titan and he's not supposed to because that's he's got like the founder's blood. I don't know. There's all kinds of weird shit. The plot makes no sense to attack on titan. Uh, anyways, he kind of turns into the founding titan. And it's like he becomes a titan that's so big like he can't even stand up. So he just starts like going towards the closest city like dragging his face across the ground. And, like, they all follow behind on the horses, like, I don't know what we're going to do to stop this titan, this big motherfucker. Like, we don't even know where his head is or whatever. And he finally gets to the wall the next city, and he, like, climbs up, and his face comes up over the top. And because he'd been dragging his face across the ground the whole time, like, his face is, like, sawed in half, and it's got, like, half his skull, and then, like, his fucking brains start leaking out his eye hole, and, like, his like blood comes out of his mouth hole and his cheekbones and stuff. It's fucking metal as fuck. That's sweet. Like, that's really cool. That's what I like about Attack on Titan. The thing I do not get, there's multiple things I do not get about the plot. Uh, but, so like, I guess, like the whole Ackerman blood thing, I don't get it. Like, they're like super warriors, like Levi and uh, the girl, Mezuko. Is that the one from, no, that's the one from Demon Slayer. Anyways. I don't understand it. They're like super warriors that are like designed to like protect the king and somehow Aaron's the king because he's got the, he's not the king because he needs royal blood to become the founding titan, but she protects him like he's the king because he has the attack titan. 
doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't get it. I think she's just in love with him, and Aaron doesn't want... I don't know. Oh, another good thing about Attack on Titan. So, animes, you know, they're pretty misogynistic. Like, every girl's just, like, fucking huge-ass tits. Like Lady Tsunade. 163 centimeters or whatever. Lord Jiraiya quoted those bad titties at. Um, this this one is actually, like, there isn't a lot of, like, gratuitous titty action. And they're, like, there's, like, female leads that are, like, badass. And, like, one girl takes over the scouts and she wears an eye patch and she's a bad bitch. And then, like, yeah, like, it's, it's not as misogynistically uh, titty-prone as a lot of animes are. So good on you there, right? Because, you know, girls like anime, too. I think. Anyways, the biggest plot hole in the whole fucking show. So later on, you find out that there's like nine titans. Like, super powerful titans or whatever you want to call them. And they get passed down to other people. Like, they... People... The whole bloodline thing. There's like things... I forget what they're called. The Eldians. I think. Marlians and Eldians. So the Eldians can turn into Titans when they get injected with the shit. And then if they eat the, the one of the nine Titans, the nine powers goes into the Titan that ate them. And then they become that Titan. And basically, fucking Aaron Yeager's playing Pokemon. And he's collected like, I think, four of the nine right now. He's got the Attack Titan, the fucking Founding Titan... The fucking OP Titan. The oh yeah, that's another visual that's just crazy. The fucking Warhammer Titan. Like that just it just looks fucking sweet and it can make whatever it wants out of like crystals and stuff. Aaron ate that bitch. Uh so maybe he's just got three of the nine. I feel like there was a fourth one he ate too though. Anyways. But yeah, so whenever a Titan eats one of the nine they get the powers and they can transform in and out of Titan form like Aaron does and the fucking armor Titan and all that shit and the cart Titan. Who the fuck came up with a cart Titan? That is the most useless fucking Titan. Like, you just run around on four legs. That's your that's your fucking Titan skill. So dumb. Didn't he? Oh, and he ate the Beast Titan. Yeah, because that's where he gets his blood, right? To be the founding Titan. Right? I think he ate him. I think he ate his... His stepbrother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four Titans. Okay. But, like, episode three or four, the first time Aaron turns into a Titan, the, he turns into a Titan because he got eaten by a Titan. So wouldn't that Titan have taken Aaron's powers and become the Attack Titan? It don't make any sense. Like, that's a big plot hole. That Like, the show should have ended in, like, the fifth episode. Like, they show you in, like, Aaron's in the Titan's guts. Like, he's in the he's in the guts. Like, in the belly with, like, all the other, like, chewed up people. And he's, like, trying to find a way out. And then he, like, bites himself and turns into a Titan. But, like, that's, that's how the whole show works. Like, he should, I don't know. And like online, there's all these memes about how Attack on Titan is 
um, like drops all these plot threads and like little hints at what's coming up. Like uh, Aaron gets hit in the head during training and you can see him all bandaged up and there's a little bit of smoke rolling off the top of his forehead because that's how Titans heal is with the smoke. You're like, oh, I see you could tell right away he was going to be a Titan and like there's all these other stupid clues dropped throughout the opening but like that's a pretty fucking big plot hole to just leave behind for what you're gonna do to like the first time Aaron becomes a titan is because he got eaten and then future is like how you pass down like basically after season two the whole point of the show is to eat the other ones because that's how you steal their powers and I don't know <sighs> it's a good thing it's a really pretty show a real fucking gratuitous violence that's what i like about it and uh so i know again if i read the manga i would know the ending but my guess is levi's gonna have to kill aaron because that's like oh dude when you see the founding titan for the first time it is so fucking weird looking and spoopy it looks like nothing else it's just a floating rib cage with a fucking spoopy head and that's like the with an army of colossus titans yeah, somehow Levi's going to take that bitch down. Even though it'd probably make more sense for the girl to do it. M Mizuko? No, Mizuko's from Demon Slayer, right? Hmm. Anyways. So yeah, that's my take on Attack on Titan. I really wanted uh, it to be the final season. Because it said, said it was the final season. said it's been the final season for like two years now. Uh, but I guess that's too much to ask to just fucking keep your promises. So yeah, that's Bat-themed movies and Attack on Titan. So another cool thing that came out that's not a movie, but I've been listening to it a lot, is uh, Jack White's new album, Fear of the Dawn. It's pretty sweet. I like it a lot. It's a concept album. I'm pretty sure it's a concept album. It's a very loose concept album. But it's pretty sweet. There's a song. It's called uh, like Afternoon, Morning, Noon, and Night. And there's a riff. I know he stole it from the Beatles. Like at the end of the song, there's like this charging riff that like the song leads out on. And I know he stole it from the Beatles and I'm trying to figure out what, what song it's from. Follow me on Instagram where I am uh, trying to figure that out. But yeah, it's really good. So I think it's two parts, too. So there's, like, he's released one full album that's called, yeah, Fear of the Dawn. And then there's another one that's, like, How to Get Into Heaven or, like, Meet You in Heaven or something like that. I think it's going to be the second part of this concept album that's supposed to come out later this year. And I'm very excited for that as well. So basically, Jack White just locked himself, well, quarantine. Everybody kind of locked themselves in their house. And uh, um, I just don't know how to play music like Jack White, but he made like two albums. Um, and uh, I, I made like three different podcasts that nobody listens to. But, you know, we all got hobbies. Jack White's just better at his than I am at mine. So whatever. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got for the Pickle Pirate podcast this week. I might be back next week. We got World War II Wizards coming out on Thursday. I'm going to see that um yeah so i hope it's none of this like the trailer they got like that stupid guy 
fucking Eddie Redmayne dancing around with crabs or something. Like, I don't give a fuck about Eddie Redmayne fucking with crabs. I want to see World War II Albus Dumbledore leading fucking against Nazis, fighting fucking Mads Mikkelsen because Johnny Depp got cut. I want to see Nazis and fucking wizards fucking dueling it out. I don't give a fuck about little muggle fat boy and these stupid fantastic beast bitch boys. I don't give a fuck about that whole storyline. I just want to see World War II wizards. It's not that hard. Just make fucking World War II wizards. Like, I see if I did it, it would be, it'd be more like fucking Indiana Jones where like he's fighting Nazis and they're trying to get like occult relics and shit and have like Dumbledore and Mads Mikkelsen trying to like get all these fucking like Holy Grail bullshits. But like in the wizarding world, it's a different thing. You know what I mean? Have it, have it be like that. I also just want every movie to be Indiana Jones because it's my favorite. <sighs> if I ran Hollywood. Um, okay. Yeah, that's all I got. I will probably be back sometime when I get bored again because I'm homeless. Not homeless, just jobless. I do have a home for a couple more months. <sighs> Big yikes. Okay, Pickle Pirate out. Hey, friends. Pickle Pirate here, owner of Pickle Pirate Publishing. Please check out our website, picklepiratepublishing.com. Tell all your friends about it and subscribe to both of our podcasts, Pickle Pirate Podcast and The Epic of Three. Please subscribe, give us a five-star rating, tell your friends, and let us know what you think in the comments and review us and send me an email with any questions or concerns. Pickle Pirate at picklepiratepublishing.com. Enjoy the show.